0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez and I'm so sorry I'm cutting this one a little bit short. I usually try to, um, or cutting the time short rather because I try to get them out at least a week in advance and time just kind of like slipped through my fingers. I, um, I recorded tons of podcasts just preparing. I'm about to do an internship and I knew that time would be a lot more scarce. <laughs> and I wanted to ensure that there's at least one podcast a week. And so I did eight months worth of podcasts <laughs> and, um, yeah, then I just kind of tapped out and started doing other things and, you know, spending more time quiet. And I'm just now getting around to filming this podcast. So thank you so much for being patient and for listening and, I just want to express so much gratitude. It's you guys that make the podcast. I wouldn't make the podcast if there were listeners. And so it just, it's so encouraging to me and I'm so appreciative for everyone who's listening right now. Thank you so much. And so this podcast, the segment is on the upcoming new moon. And so when we have a new moon, it means that the sun and the moon are so close together that the moon cannot reflect any light. And so at the time this podcast comes out, go outside this evening, take a look at the moon. It's this beautiful waning sliver of silver in the sky, and it's just gorgeous. And so as the sun moves closer to the moon, it's going to get smaller and then eventually completely disappear where it will return and start to wax again to the next lunar cycle. So this is the new moon forecast, and it's going to take place on January 24th, 2020 at about 3.41 p.m. And so depending on where you are in the world, it's going to be a little bit different. But um, if you're in the northern hemisphere, it's going to take place more than likely on January 24th at um, 3.41 p.m. And please keep in mind, I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer. If you follow Western astrology and are expecting to hear Western astrology uh, sign placement, this is not going to be accurate. It's going to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, So if you're interested in learning more about the difference between Western and Vedic astrology, I have two different podcasts on the difference between Western and Vedic astrology. And then, of course, there's a wealth of information on the internet. And so according to Vedic astrology, the moon is going to be in the sign of Capricorn. And Capricorn is really this highlighted sign right now. For the past several years, it was Sagittarius. We had a lot of energy in Sagittarius, and that's finally beginning to break up and dissipate a little bit, um, which in my opinion is good. (laughs) And now we have more energy that's going to start building in the sign of Capricorn. And so Capricorn is effort, hard work, being disciplined, being discerning in a way, um, really working with intelligence and commitment. And they can be a little bit critical at times. They can be kind of cold and kind of cruel at times. Um, These are common Capricorn qualities. But then you always want to take a look at the nakshatra that the moon is sitting in as well. And so A nakshatra is a lunar mansion in the sky. And so we take the 12 zodiac signs and we divide them into even more specific segments giving us the nakshatras. And so the moon is going to fall in the nakshatra of Shravana. And Shravana is one of my personal favorites. Um, Shravana is ruled by the moon, actually. And so it gives a tenderness to the sign of Capricorn. When the moon comes into the sign of Shravana, the symbol is actually an ear. And so, there's a lot around listening to other people, hearing what others have to say. It's a great time for counseling, um, connecting with the people around you from a really heart centered and nurturing space. There is a connection to Saraswati with this star, and Saraswati is all about intelligence, intellect, knowledge, studying. And so, in general, this is a wonderful time to spend time learning, um, studying something that's been of interest to you. It's a good time to connect with those around you from a heartfelt, patient space where you're really willing to listen and hear because that's what Shravana is all about. And it's kind of known also for being able to hear the unheard. So kind of like reading between the lines of really deep Intuition and they're also very well known for being heard and kind of commanding attention. And when they speak, people just naturally listen to them, so it really is a good time for communication. Um, what else was I going to say about Shravana? Oh, no, the new moon, and so a new moon, as we know, that the energy is a lot. there's a big decrease of energy with the new moon. The less light there is in the moon, generally speaking, there's going to be a little bit less energy. Sometimes it's just kind of off. Like maybe we feel a little bit fuzzy or not as clear, maybe a little bit sleepy. It's possible with the new moon. So it's a really good time to stay in, to reflect, to take it easy. Don't take any risks. auspicious activities for Shravana specifically are those around education, around listening. It's not an auspicious time to get married and it's not an auspicious time to engage in any combat or hard conflict. It is a good time for discussion if you're willing to listen, (laughs) but if you're not willing to listen, it's not a good time to engage in like debate or anything of that nature. And so What I was really excited to talk about is that Saturn is going to move into the sign of Capricorn really late in the day, actually on the 23rd, technically here in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, Of course, I mean, like depending on where you are, because it's such a close call, like in Austin, Texas, I believe it's going to be around 11 PM. So I'm sure in some places, Saturn's actually going to move into Capricorn on the twenty fourth, but all of this to say, this is the first new moon of the decade, and we're preparing to move into this massive cycle of Saturn. When Saturn moves, changes signs, moves forward in the zodiac, it really is a huge shift because Saturn stays in a sign for two and a half years, and so you'll come to find that the slower moving planets like Saturn and Jupiter, they they're going to be much more karmic. And the world is going to experience a much larger shift because they move so slow. And when they do change sides, it's just a, a bigger impact. The moon, for example, changes sides every two and a half days. So we feel it a little bit less. When Saturn moves into Capricorn, we are certainly going to feel it. And it's happening so close to this new moon, first new moon of our decade, which I think is just so amazing. And so, what that means to me is there is this emphasis around the sign of Capricorn. Capricorn is kind of taking the stage, really meditating and thinking about the things that Capricorn represents, things that we want to commit to, things that we feel are worth our time and our effort, what we are willing to sacrifice energy for, sacrifice time for, resources for, things in our lives that are really important that we truly care about. And I would spend time meditating on these things, maybe even writing them down and really finding gratitude in your heart for these things, because I have a sense that they're going to be really important to you. And so as time moves on, as Saturn moves to the sun Capricorn, Saturn enjoys teaching hard lessons and he rewards hard work. And so if things are getting more challenging or you're feeling less inspired, less ambitious, you can pull out your piece of paper or whatever you have to help remind you and just kind of review those things that keep you working, keep you inspired, keep you passionate. Um, It's it's going to be um, a wonderful time to kind of prove to yourself what you're made of. So, I'm excited. I'm really stoked to have Saturn in the sign of Capricorn. It's in its own sign. Saturn rules the sign of Capricorn. It feels comfortable there. And so, for the next few months, we're actually really lucky because Saturn is in its own sign of Capricorn. Jupiter is in its own sign of Sagittarius. And Mars is going to be in its own sign of Scorpio for a little bit longer. And so, when planets are in their own signs, It does make things a little bit more intense and there is other intensity, which we'll discuss in a second, but it's a really powerful time truly to initiate new projects, um, work towards something that you want to achieve with the inspiration and optimism of Jupiter. And then that ability to commit and the discipline to get things done with Capricorn and that like you know, energetic aspect of Mars that we have right now. It's just a really powerful time to like put the pedal to the metal and make things happen in your life. Now, globally, there is a Mars aspect on Rahu. And so remember Mars is this warrior like quality. Um, it is passion is aggression and it is aspecting Rahu and Rahu is kind of like, Feeling anxious and anxiety. It's also obsessive. It can be kind of like fame. It can What's the word I'm looking for Overexpose things make things bigger and more grandiose in a way When Mars aspects Rahu There is a likelihood that there may be violence accidents Unexpected events outbursts anger. So these things may become more relevant in the news And also in your personal life, just be really careful. Depending on where this falls in your chart, it's going to be a little bit different. Just being careful about the accidents, right? Being very mindful, walking with other people at night, locking your doors, locking your car doors, not leaving belongings, like just taking those extra precautions, checking your blind spot twice, don't speed, like just being very mindful, okay? Now Mars is also aspecting Venus. And so when Mars aspects Venus, again, Mars is that heated, passionate energy. Venus is love and romance. You could have a very passionate and romantic experience with someone, maybe even your own lover. It could be that you have a heated debate or feel competitive with your loved one. So it's just an energy to notice and kind of channel Um, Venus is a quicker moving planet. Mars is a quicker moving planet. So these aspects don't last a super long time, usually just about a month or so. Um, and Jupiter will be sitting with the sign of K2 by itself. I mean, it is going to be with Pluto as well, but for these past several months, it's been multiple planets in the sign of Sagittarius. And so now we're finally seeing that energy kind of dissipate. Jupiter, K2, and Pluto are together in the sign of Sagittarius. So this is going to be an emphasis on religion, spirituality. There may be some of that fanaticism coming in. I do think that with the structure of Capricorn, things are going to become a little bit more structured and people are going to have more of an idea of where they want to move forward rather than just having kind of like chaos, people just kind of doing things without reason. (laughs) Hint, hint. uh. There may be a little bit more structure that comes in and a little bit more a methodical nature to the events that are happening, especially in the political sphere. Capricorn also has a lot to do around the government. So the government, we may find, finds some structure in some way. There may be a little bit more of a disciplined edge that comes with that. Fingers crossed for that. Um... And so let's see, I'm checking it out to see if there's anything that I forgot. And so these are things to watch out for in terms of the news. And then also, of course, your personal life, the sun and Mercury are also going to be in the sign of Capricorn. So some of you may be having a solar return if your Sun is in the sign of Capricorn, happy birthday. Um, but this is a very serious, a very serious sign. And of course, depending on where all of this is happening in your chart, everyone's going to experience it a little bit differently. So this is my new moon forecast. I hope that it was helpful. I hope that you take time to really reflect on the past two and a half years. Um, I really, really encourage everyone to do that because every time that I sit down to reflect, I just always surprise myself. And I actually also recommend doing it with someone, you know, (laughs) especially with this moon in Shravana having someone to kind of collaborate with and communicate with um, because they're also going to be able to remind you of ac- accomplishments that you've had or losses that you've had just major events. I know I've, I've done practices like this with my partner and he'll always remind me of things I totally forgot about. And I'll be like, Oh my God, you're right. That was such a big deal. And I just forgot. So it's helpful. But um, one of the practices that I really enjoy is sitting down and I look back two and a half years ago, about when Capricorn had entered the sign before. So when Saturn entered Sag, Sagittarius, and look at where you were, what you were doing in your life, the people that you were spending time with, the work that you were doing, the interests and hobbies that you had, and then just kind of trek through those two years and note down experiences that you had, things that you lost along the way. Acknowledging your losses is so important. Sometimes we... Breeze through them uh, because we want to, because we don't want to look at things, or just out of necessity. Maybe our life is so busy that we don't have time to really feel into those spaces. And it's so valuable to acknowledge things that were parts of our life, maybe even parts of our identity, and that we don't have anymore. So really giving your time, yourself time to process that and work with that. But then also, of course, looking at the gifts that you've gained and the things that you've received and the people that you've met, relationships that you've developed, jobs that you got, and then celebrate your successes. And again, it's like sometimes out of necessity, we don't have time to celebrate our successes, but then they kind of become a little bit meaningless over time. And we don't give ourselves the appropriate credit. And then it kind of starts wearing down on our self-esteem. I'm a huge advocate of celebrating success. And so really taking time to celebrate everything that you've been through, through the last two and a half years, and then cultivate your intentions for the next two and a half years, write them down, keep keep them somewhere special. And then when Saturn enters Aquarius in two and a half years, you can pull it out and see just what happened, you know, to keeping track of your life, making it a mindful venture. So I hope that this was helpful. My name is Christine Rodriguez. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. You can generate your own Vedic astrology chart there. You can also schedule yourself for a reading And please follow Astrology Now's Instagram, Astrology Now underscore podcast. I'm really bad at making memes, but I try. So they're there. And then also my podcast, Astrology Now underscore. And then, of course, if you are interested in getting your own full moon ritual box, you can go to newmoon-yoga.com and use the discount code RITUAL10 for anything on the site. They have essential oils, they have mala beads, they have clothing, and of course the full moon ritual box, which I'm very excited about. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.